Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me as always, the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey everybody, how are you? Hello Patrick, how are you? I'm much better. I got my second shot on Monday. Yesterday was Tuesday. I was completely down and out. <laughs> and then today I am now much better. My shoulder is still a little painful, but yeah. not as bad. Yesterday, Zach kept trying to nudge up against me and it's like, stop touching my shoulder. It hurts. <laughs> You're like, dude, the next time you get the slightest scratch, I'm going to be messing oh, with you so bad. Constantly. constantly. Oh, why are you doing that? You know why. <laughs> But he'll he won't remember. remember is the problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he'll, re- he'll remember when you remind him every time. Exactly. <laughs> COVID shot. COVID shot. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, what we need what we need to do is uh, <laughs> I can't stop when the when the guy says stop with the wistful uh, with the wistful pondering. <laughs> Oh please! We are going to wistfully ponder. That's what yeah. we are doing. Yeah. <laughs> I oh stop the carefree pondering and go now. That's what he said. <laughs> so we're going to we start this episode literally off with a bang as an undersea volcano explodes. Yes. Um, you know what I was I was thinking about when watching these today. Um, more shows should if you're going to have a longer theme song, why not have? All that, you know, because they're like, oh, we have to cut this stuff for time. So you can yeah. have establishing shots during the, the intro. Song. Yeah. yeah. I don't see why good. not. Now, I had to ask, does your copy have two different titles for this episode? Uh, no. my The one I have is the official one, which is um, ding, 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 the Undersea Humanoid Raygon. Okay. That is the title that it shows on these you know, all the different titles of the episode. Yeah. But then the actual episode title. Oh, on the subtitle. Okay. Is translated into Ragon, the primordial amphibian. Oh, well, let me see. Hold on. Let me, I'm going to log into my movie spree account because I don't, uh, I don't have the uh, Blu-ray handy. So let me see. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) And I just thought it was an interesting thought that, why not put the episode title as it appears mm-hmm. on the oh, actual sure. list of episodes? But sure, who am I why wouldn't say? you? Why wouldn't you? But hey, you know yeah. that's the way things are sometimes. All right, so let's see. Uh, primordial? No, I have primordial amphibian Ragon. So that's probably the uh, that's probably the official undersea humanoid Ragon is the title that's on uh, Phantom. Right, right. So, that, I mean, like I said, there's two different titles. Yeah. I just don't understand why. Not that it's a huge thing. but It's, it's a, a translation thing. thing. Like, some people would translate, you know. It, there, there isn't a one-to-one translation for a lot of Japanese, I guess. That's rude. Which makes sense, <laughs> you know. It does I make understand. sense. Like, I there's understand. a lot of it. Um, yeah, a couple thousand words. It's not yeah. all going to translate well. Yeah, a couple thousand, you say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we get this huge explosion out in the middle of the ocean, and uh, the 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 news uh, the editor of the newspaper gets a call, and he's like, 
yes, yeah, okay, we'll send somebody out. And Yuriko runs up and she's like, it's a story, right, boss? And he's like, ah, oh, good instincts. Undersea volcano eruption. She's like, boring. And yeah. <laughs> he's like, the hell? Who's the boss here? <laughs> like, <laughs> you will go do what I tell you to go do, my God. He's like, come on, it's a story. You can't go picking your stories. Which goes against almost everything else we've seen so far as, as Yuriko just picks most of her stories. <laughs> Sure, fine, sure, fine, 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 fine. <laughs> whatever you guys, exactly. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> they go out to this island. She's all excited because she gets to visit uh, this professor um, who has been like sort of exiled onto this island because he's got this crazy theory that Japan may sink in an earthquake. Um, right. That was a that was a big, um, like prevailing theory back in the sixties. Really? Yeah, yeah, well, I don't know if it was a real prevailing theory, but there's a boatload of fiction about oh, Japan on... sinking. I like, got you. Boatloads okay. of it. Tons of it. Well, it is on the Ring of Fire, so I could yeah. see how it could be a problem, but I don't yeah. see how you're thinking it's going to sink right away either. But who yeah. am I to say? I'm not saying they thought it was going to be like next Wednesday at 4, right after Ultraman. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Right after. I don't know if you can hear him whistling. but I can. That's fine. Okay, good. That's hey, fine. folks at home, that's my son. Um, <laughs> well, my kids are downstairs knowing that I'm doing this. So yeah. leave me alone. Well, that's what I told them. Like, Dad's going to go upstairs to record. Normally, he stays downstairs and watches TV. Uh, today was like, nah, nah, nah. I gotta be <laughs> I'm up where you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Them's the breaks, kids. All right. Exactly. So, um, exactly. So the the fishermen are like, yeah, there was nothing we could sell. There was a bunch of fish, but none of them had heads or their insides are all busted up. Um, and um, they uh, they show the the professor's uh, sister uh, what looks to be a nice uh, fresh batch of monster loaf. Um, yeah, I, I was trying to figure out what that was. Monster but then, loaf. Yeah, yeah I guess. Well, I mean, we know later it's not. It is an actual. <laughs> it is an actual. Um, Egg. It's a Raygon egg. And, uh, uh, sure. Sure. Why not? Why wouldn't it be? Let's be honest. Um, I know. I know. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Ishii. Um, yeah. And his younger sister, Fumiko. Um, that's, that's, uh, and uh, when she was like, oh, I can't wait to see Fumiko. Did you expect Fumiko to be a little kid? I sort of did. Yeah, me too. I sort of did. <laughs> but then at the same time, she said she had known. <laughs> Fumiko before, so yeah, within the same age range, I guess. I don't know. I kind of thought like she interviewed him last year. Maybe they, she's twelve now. Bit. I don't know. I, <laughs> I could see that. I if she just said my friend, or you know, like whatever, it's fine. Um, it's uh, it's just I, I thought it was stupid funny. Tough slide. I know. And then uh, <laughs> what's great is this is another one of our suite of short hair, long hair episodes. Um. Because these must have been either shot out of order. Or, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I should say shown out of order. Um, or she had a wig on in the next one. Either one is possible. And uh, I got a shout out to Hiroko Sakurai's dentist because her teeth are looking good in this. Like, <laughs> like, and it's funny because you see, you see in plenty of Japanese, plenty of TV and stuff from the, this era, 
is not the era of the straightest teeth in the world. Oh, no, 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 no. We've seen some people with awful teeth in this series so far. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and she smiles and you're just like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Again, you've had a thing for her since you were a little kid. That's right. (laughs) That's right. How can really? She's so pretty. She's cute. I'm not arguing that, but I don't have the same crush on her that you do. No, because I'd have to fight you, dude. Come on, obviously, (laughs) and I'd have to cheat because you're bigger than me. So that's (laughs) obvious. Not getting anything done, you know, fairly. That's crazy. There he is behind you. Oh, he just went into the bathroom. Nope, he closed the bathroom door, closing your door. Yeah, he's like, dude, I can't deal with your yapping about stuff for an hour. Ridiculous. I've had it. All right, now. Uh, no, he's in the bathroom now. I can hear him turning on the bank of lights. So we have four. We have four lights, okay, in our bathroom. Right. And it's three three separate lights and a fan. When he goes in and starts flipping switches, it sounds like he's ready to drop a neutron bomb. Because it sounds like there's a 75 switches. I'm like, what's he doing? Where do you find all the extra switches? He just turns them on and off to get the one he wants because he never remembers which is the one. No, no, he turns them all on. That's the thing. It's all on. It is the brightest, loudest room in the world while he's in there. Okay, sure. Except for shower time, then only the shower light and the fan. (laughs) So it's very relaxing and moody. It's I nice. got you. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, it helps him relax after a long day of whatever it is he's doing. So, I got you. That's fair. Um, so uh, that night, uh, we have, um, you know, just a general life on the island at night. And uh, somebody's going back to see the doctor, and uh, and a, a Ragon walks among them. He sees right. this drunk guy, and the drunk guy's like, oh, hey, come on, we, could you just have a drink with me? He's like, no, I got to go to the professor's house. And he's like, oh, no, come on, just a quick He's like, no, no, got to go. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. And uh, <laughs> the guy's like, okay, whatever. And, and then I he's going to drink anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, I was, look, I wanted you to come. I'm going one way or the other. Exactly. Um, and I have to say, Raygon is a way more effective monster as a human-sized monster. And not just that, but in black and white, Oh yeah. Eyes? Yeah. Really effective. Yeah. That's a great scene where he sees it walking walking up the uh walking up the like main road in yep. the dark and a little bit of little bit of mist. That's really uh, yeah. well done. Really yeah, top notch. Good stuff. <laughs> and he's only supposed to be a little bit bigger than a normal human. It's not supposed to be like a giant, so it really is effective. Right. It's a tall boy. He's a tall boy. I don't know who the um, suit actor is for this one. Um, although it may say it in the mo- we may we may find that in the monster minute. Okay. Um, but I, I don't think it's Nakajima-san, but it, it could very well be. Um, but yeah, so the professor is like, yeah, I think this is an egg from a Ragon, who are a primitive race of. Uh, of humanoid blizzard, humanoid reptiles that live 5,000 meters or 500 meters below the surface of the earth. We're like, okay, fine. You know what? Sure. And nobody, nobody (laughs) bats an eye. And at this point, you have to accept it because we're, what, 20 episodes in. Right. Okay, sure, whatever. Yep, yep, Oh, yeah. Hey, you know what I forgot to do? This, uh... This was episode 20 from 515-1966, directed by Samaje Nonagase, screenplay by Hiroyasu Yamura, um, 
Samaji Nonagase, ooh, directing and writing, well, well, well. And right. Shoji Otomoto, uh, special skill director, is uh, Toru Matoba. Okay. Well, sorry about yeah. that, everybody. Um, these things, we get to uh, it. We, you know, sometimes, we, most of the time we get to it. We're good. <laughs> We're good for the most part. So, um, this, uh, so Raygon starts walking around and he kills the drunk guy. Yes. And I was yes. like, well, geez, that cures the alcoholism. That I got suppose. dark real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it rips a gate off. So it gets into the village proper. Of course. Um, it uh, terrorizes some uh, fishermen uh, who are fixing their nets at night. Of course. And uh, he ends up showing up eventually at the house of the professor where he, uh, I really thought that um, when she turned around from turning the radio on, it would be in the kitchen. But it was a um, thought. I had that, that yeah, and it was great because it subverted my expectations, and I was like, "Ooh, he's not there at all, is he?" And so <laughs> then she throws all the food garbage into the um, you know, little bucket in the sink, and she's like, "All right, I got to go throw this out." Opens up the door, and it's like, "Hey, did somebody order Uber Monster?" Because here I am. <laughs> there it you is. Know, like, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> and it comes in. And she, you know, she runs out and she runs to her brother. Uh, this is Fumiko, by the way. And uh, <clears throat> it's funny because, you know, she's like, I don't know why it didn't follow me in here. And uh, them and our heroes see that uh, it's infatuated with the radio. Right. It doesn't under- quite understand the music, but it wants to hear more of it. Yeah, it's it like, this is nice. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, by the way, this is the Midnight Music Show. And he's like, ah, I hate this. Like, <laughs> Immediately, someone starts talking. He's like, "No talking." Yeah, no talking. Get back to the music now. Yeah, yeah. So Reagans are not fans of podcasts. That's a guess of mine. Oh darn! Just saying. Yeah. Oh darn! Nothing. You saw how he killed that drunk guy. I know. I know. Yeah. So, but what I love is that, like, you know, she puts on this like sort of sexy jazz saxophone, and uh, she's running away from the from the Raygon, and the, the sexy jazz saxophone soundtrack is still going on. Like, yeah. That's a that's a beautiful little juxtaposition. Yeah. So, the you know they can't figure out where the egg has gone. I can't figure out that the fish the fisherman must have stolen the egg back. Right? No, they ju- it just wasn't in his house because I guess well, he had it in his house and it just disappeared. Yeah, that's the, all the, they ever let you know. Yeah, but we got that's what I'm saying. Like, who do you, do you think the fisherman took it? Took uh, it back? Like, oh, I can sell it because he was like, oh, I can sell this to somebody. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to guess because later on, when the egg does hatch, it is have the it. possession of the fisherman. So, oh, is that who had it? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a great, that's a great scene too. When um, it's standing on the the ray gun is standing on the beach among all these, you know, with in front of all these people, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's fairly scary. It you was know, that's, that looks it really good. Very effective. I do get yeah. in that. So when they. You know, they wait all night for the thing to leave, and they it's in the morning. Like, no, it's still in the yard. <laughs> so like, all right, let's sneak out the back. The expression on that cop's face as he walks out the back door is <laughs> abject terror. Well, because the ray gun, they figured they'd go out the side door, and right. the ray gun, like, nope, here I am. Yeah. Uh. Well, he doesn't show up right away, but just as he was, like, not even like it's a face of caution, like grim determination. It's just like, 
<laughs> as he goes out like, oh, I don't want to do what I expected. This. I don't want to do this. And then the monster shows up. Where do you go from ten? <laughs> you know, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So they they're trying to figure out how to how you can what are we going to do with Raygon? Uh, June and Yuriko get uh, split off from people. That was a nice scene too, where the monster was stalking them in the forest. Um, yes. We get to see the top of June's hat for the first time. That's nice. Um, <laughs> but then June actually gets a radio. Right. And the monster just follows him as sure. he's playing the radio. Makes sense. Sure. The monster's okay. like, I need to hear more of these sweet tunes. And what's great is I every guess. time every time the record ends and they're like, we'll be right back. The monster's like, Raw! And he's like, whoa, whoa, hold on, find another station. Like, <laughs> give me a second, give me a second. Welcome to all news. No, no, no. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, 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 that was really nice. And what's great is, like, there, he, you know, June is leading him away from the village, so the village can escape because it's go- obviously the whole island is going to sink because it turns out that... They, what do you know? The one scientist no one's listening to is believing him. Uh, what's great is at the beginning of this, uh, the, I guess the mayor of the town is like, listen, none of the other scientists are saying anything, so uh, I choose wrong. to believe them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, quickly, get me someone that tells me what I want to hear. You know? <laughs> uh, good Lord. I'm the yes man. <laughs> And what's what's uh, what's wonderful is it's totally Deus ex landslide because there's another little earthquake and the Raygon gets pitched quite limply off of a oh. cliff. Yeah, that I mean they put the empty, probably just a little doll over a. Sm- no, that was, I think that was the suit. Just you stuffed. think it was just the empty suit? They just pitched it off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't think they would do that because you might damage the suit. Oh, I, think do were, that. I think that was probably the last shot. They were like, all right, we got everything we need. Time to pitch this guy off, off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, if oh. we break it, we break it. It's fine. We can fix it. It's no problem. But, you know, we don't need it for any other shots right now. So stuff it with, uh, stuff it with a bunch of rags or, yep, you know. And just toss it over the side. Yeah, because we've seen that, and so there's a great scene in Destroy All Monsters where um, the alien, one of the alien um, agents, rather than be discovered, literally dives through a window and off a cliff. Okay, okay? sure, sure. And it's a great scene because they see the, the guy just like freaks out and he runs to a window and just swan, you know, like. Just does the like, you know, the yeah, hand yeah, from yeah. your face dive <laughs> through the glass, and then it's just limp mannequin, like, oh, good <laughs> lord, in the suit, you know, in like in like the guy's three piece suit or whatever. But it's so obviously because the limbs are all like akimbo, all right, all sideways, of course. <laughs> it's it's one of my favorite destroy all monsters moments. It really is. Um, there you go. So then they uh, then they get back to the beach. Um, the monster is uh, is just terrorizing the community, and they bring the egg back, which is hatching into a tiny little ray now. Right, which was decently effective. Yeah, it, didn't have good to enough really for what it was. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> it's not, it's not, you know, anything else that, uh, you know, it, it could they have done more? Probably not. Um, <laughs> not with the technology they had at the time. So I'll yeah. give them that. I'll or with it. perhaps what the uh, budget is. What's funny is the the uh, wiki believes that that is a separate ray god. The, oh, no, the villagers just... try to leave the island and their path is blocked by a second ray god. And I'm like, I think you just swam around the island. He was like, damn it, I fell off that cliff. Let me swim around the island and now. Uh, well, and we'll th- there's no up. proof that it's not a second ray gun. You got to figure yeah. if it's falling off the cliff, yeah. it might be injured and might not want to swim that far. Maybe. So a second ray gun, I could buy. I wouldn't argue Maybe. either way. Yeah, well, they were you know they it's even, the same suit. But. We, oh, well, yeah. They even made a point <laughs> to say, like, hey, they're really tough because they're from 500 meters below the ocean. So they're really strong. So, right. like, it I could. figured he fell off the cliff and was like, that's just inconvenient. I can't come. All right, I'll swim back to the harbor. <laughs> Stupid. I, 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 I know. I'm going to give them what for. <laughs> so Fumiko uh, volunteers to bring the egg to the Raygon. The Raygon takes it and they have like kind of a little eye contacty moment. And they're like, okay, cool. That's great. Yeah. Raygon, Raygon marches right himself back, back to sea and she passes out in joy, a relief. I, guess, um, I don't what know a, what that was. Well, you know, that, that'll happen if you come face to face with uh, imminent death at that point. Um, yeah. Okay. Possible that you go. Oh, it's over. I'm going. Oh, oh. <laughs> and off you go. And then, uh, so they everybody gets on boats and leaves. Um, and then they realize that June and Yuriko are still on the island. But Ipe lands the helicopter and uh, rescues them. What I what Just I really appreciate was they were like they're like oh thank goodness Ipe. And he's like see. Not as useless as you go, like, fly, 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 fly. <laughs> fly away. Don't tell me how useless you are. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Don't make a point now. Fly, 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 fly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that was. Uh... Yeah. So it was, uh, it was, it was great because like he was at the beginning, you feel bad for him because he's like, I know I'm the useless one. And you're yeah. like, no, no, you're a helicopter pilot. That's pretty. You're a helicopter pilot, airplane pilot. You know what you're doing. Let's play. Are you sorry? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> What's funny is the um the way these episodes are shown. What must have been out of order of the original story idea. He's like a pretty good helicopter pilot in this. In the next episode, he's still learning to fly the Cessna. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. And I would think that flying a helicopter is. Volumes more difficult than flying a plane. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't want to say it was. It you know it's probably on par because you still have to you know get all three axes working. Yeah, but I just think that like once you get a plane up in the air, you're good to an extent. That you know, like you don't really have to be like constantly. Holy Christ! You know, like what? Like all this? <laughs> I don't think you have to be quite as. I don't know, like 100% vigilant. I would think you would still have to be 100% vigilant because that ground can come up awfully quick. I'm not saying you're not looking at what you're doing. I'm just saying, like, helicopters to me seem like the difference between driving to work and 
driving a tank to work. <laughs> like, okay. there's a lot okay. more going on. Okay, fair enough. You know what I'm saying? Fair like, enough. or like you driving your van or you driving a Bugatti. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or like a Formula One. You yeah, know, some bit yeah. more going on. Yeah. There's a lot of, <laughs> a lot more mental calculation. I could be 100% wrong. I almost guarantee you there's a pilot that listens to this. Like one of our, one of our fans is probably like, I have my small pilot's license. And yeah. And I, I wouldn't touch exactly. a helicopter with a 10 foot pole. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Like there was a guy that used to be in our family um, who was, who had, uh, his small aircraft, I guess, small aircraft, or whatever. Right. Um, but he had a plane. Um, did not own or pilot, to my knowledge, a helicopter. Okay. So I, I assume that's like graduating class, like I different guess. between boat and submarine, I guess. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure, so I won't even go there. Yeah. I would, if there's a science patrol drinking game, um, it's probably take a shot every time Rich makes a bad metaphor. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry for all the alcohol poisoning, you guys. Um, no, you're not. Don't lie. <laughs> no, I am. I don't want that. I want, I want our, our listeners to have healthy livers. Hey. So uh, <laughs> let's do a uh, monster minute do on a the monster Ragon. minute on Ragon. Now, I can't see that it was more than maybe seven feet because it wasn't gigantic. Our friend Ronald Reagan. Oh, good God, no. Well, give me the baby. But uh, <sighs> of course, he is a uh, two to 50 meter because they do have some. Uh, oh, so two meters would be about seven, six and a half feet, seven feet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, he shows up in the Ultra Galaxy Fight New Generation Heroes. So, okay, sure. um, oh, hold on, we got a roar, I think. Maybe. Okay. Let's try that again. Go Use for it. Proper. Oh, hey, that's very nice. Yeah. If people could see the low-tech nonsense that goes on on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is taken right off of his phone. Yeah, I'm literally <laughs> holding the phone closer to the microphone so that you guys can hear it. You know, uh, if you're picturing, if you're picturing, like, if you've seen the live Howard Stern broadcasts, um, where there's like a board and there's microphones on, on, uh, arms and pop filters. No, 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 no. no. We have, (laughs) there's none of that. No, hold on. (laughs) Negative. (laughs) Negative. We have a buzzer, a bell. You have a pair of headphones. (laughs) I have a pair of headphones. And then you have a little microphone that records it all. Right. That's about it. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But, and we're uh, even going to get less technological when we get back to being in person because then yeah, we won't need headphones. That's right. Uh, let me see if there's a uh, trivia. He is portrayed by Satoshi Furuya in the suit. Oh, who later portrayed Ultraman in the suit. Oh, okay. Hey. There you go. Uh, his design may have been based on the concept art for Gyra from War of the Gargantuas. Maybe. Um it is a sped-up roar from Toho's variation of uh, King Kong. Okay. Um, two Raygon suits were constructed for Ultra Q. Man, oh, okay. take that. Here we go. One male and one female. So okay, there you sure. go. There you go. So it was a different Raygon. We yeah, who notice. knew? Well, obviously the uh, wiki knew. 
One of the Raygon suits was, this is fantastic. One of the Raygon suits was used to interview A.G. Subaraya in the documentary, The Father of Ultra Q. <laughs> alongside. Man, I would, why is that not on the Blu-ray, guys? Come on. Come on. That's got to be somewhere. Come on. All right. Well, you know what? We've got another episode to talk about, and it's coming up right after this. And we are back with more of the Science Patrol. And we're going to talk about the next episode of Ultra Q, which is episode 21, Space Directive M774. Yes. Uh, you want to give the date again? I do now, yes. 522 <laughs> of 1966, directed by Kazuo Matsuya, screenplay by Shozo Uehara, and the special skill director is Toru Matoba. Okay, sounds yeah. good. Um basically uh, opens up on a cruise ship and uh, Eureka and the boys are playing a, a card game that I'm not sure. I think I get the idea. Based it's on Old Maid. Oh, is that what Old Maid is? Yeah. I've never played Old Maid. Well, then there you go. There's there you go. one car that one card that doesn't match any of the rest of the Oh, deck. that's the Old Maid. Hey! The old maid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Now, why they Tune were in for only... another episode of startling idiot realizations next week. <laughs> Usually in Old Maid, what you do is you take out one of the queens. Right. In okay. this version, oh. they added a Joker. I think the Joker makes sense. It can make sense, absolutely. Yeah. yeah why take? Why be exclusionary? Bring in the. Why not? <laughs> Maybe if more people brought the Joker in, Gotham City wouldn't be in such a mess, would it? Ah, uh, boo, boo. Yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> That's what I think. Um, so anyway, they're playing, and uh, she become you know she of course gets the old maid, and of course. Uh, they're she's breaking upset her because she seems to have lost a number of times and doesn't yeah. want to play anymore. And my favorite line is, "I'll get my revenge in Tokyo." <laughs> <laughs> so she, she's like, "Look, I'm going to go cool off." So she goes out onto this boat um, for some location footage, and. Um, so she, you know, she's walking along the the gangway. Not right. the gangway. That's not the gangway. That's the uh, the side part of the boat. That's a gangway. The railing. Right. I thought the gangway was the thing that you're thinking. Gang plank, not the gangway. Gang plank is the thing that is over the side. This is just a gangway where the gang can walk. <laughs> where the gang can walk is that that's <laughs> Come on, gang, let's go. <laughs> when they get all, they all get out of the clubhouse and Petey and Buckwheat and everybody <laughs> exactly. get. Anyway, is, that's the R gangway. But uh, <laughs> um, I tell you, there are people listening to this podcast going, "God, these guys are old." <laughs> yes, we are very, very old. We understand. <laughs> so I, I had a, I had what I thought was a great idea for another podcast to do. Oh God, no! <laughs> yeah, not, not with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, no. Look, this is already difficult enough with these two people. The only way I can make another podcast work is to schedule it with another person. Like that's, <laughs> yeah, because that'll work with your schedule. Sure, well, maybe. I'm gonna. <laughs> I was considering. I wanted to do because I bought this Three Stooges box set, right? Ooh. And it's. I know it's all of the Three Stooges shorts. Oh, that's excellent. That's and it includes excellent. like shorts were just like that just have Larry or shorts that just have Shemp from when he was in monogram stuff. And okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I should do a Three Stooges podcast where we watch a short and then discuss it. And they can be short. Right. They can because be short episodes. Like they're less than 15 five minutes. minutes. Each. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, great. There's like four of them. <laughs> With that exact premise. Oh, well. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I won't do that, I suppose. <laughs> like, unless I, unless somebody I know is an like, insane Three Stooges expert. And That's not like, me. No, That's I know. Not me. We're just, I'm just an enthusiast. I know not a lot. Um, but, like, yeah, if I could pull a reverse science patrol where someone else is my guru, and they're right. like, well, you know, this was blah, 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 blah. Fascinating. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, not that I know of. I, mean, yeah, I, could, the, I wouldn't mind watching them, but I wouldn't want to talk about them afterward. I'll freely admit that part. <laughs> I like the concept of both. Like, because, like, you know, when they reuse jokes and stuff, you can say, like, oh, yeah, they did this from blah, blah, blah. Or they, right. you know, this was an old vaudeville thing. Or, like, the slowly I turned is an old vaudeville act that, like, everybody used to do. No, I understand. I you understand. Know. And then Abbott and Costello somehow made it their own, which is fine. Well, I thought, I thought the Stooges did it first, but I could be wrong. Um, I know that who's on first was not theirs originally either. Oh, really? That I Apparent, did not know. apparently that was a kind of uh, thing that was done by everybody as well. Okay. But the, at the time, it was whoever gets that thing on film first <laughs> that yeah. owns it in perpetuity. <laughs> That's but right. uh, so anyway, she finds a little girl doll, um, and uh, and she's. She's like, oh, that's cute, and she wistfully stares out over the ocean. Uh, right. Yeah. More, more of that. More of that. Uh, carefree pondering. Then <sighs> uh, she's got long hair in this. One. That's the thing. Yes. The, yes. Last one, she had the the uh, short sixties do. Um, well, this, like you said, they did film these out of order because she slowly grew her hair. We just don't see it because we don't know what order they actually filmed them in. My, I think the long hair ones are. Earlier, and then she gets a cute haircut midway through. Was the original plan because in this one, Ipe's still learning how to fly the Cessna, right? Well, we went. Yeah, and we she's went through got that. the short hair in the one where she, where Ipe is a pretty competent pilot. And maybe so that's my guess is that their plan was like, oh, let's hip her up a little bit midway through, and okay. then uh, they were and like, then they yeah, showed them out of order. Let's do these. <laughs> Let's show them this way because it's no one will know. <laughs> certainly, yeah, no they one's won't look be, at this fifty years later. Yeah, not at all. Cer- <laughs> certainly, two white guys in America aren't going to be overanalyzing this. No. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, so she hears like, "My name is um, Zemi. I'm from an alien, Rupert." And not yeah, alien, Rupert. Rupert. R u p a r s e is what it reads. Oh, it's uh, on the on the official new superrated. Uh, it is Rupert's. Okay. Multiple Ruperts. Hello, Rupert. Uh, okay, yes. sure. Yes, sure. I have many teddy bears named Rupert. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, goodness, they're alien Ruperts, aren't they? So, and then they warn about Bostang is coming to uh, 
is uh, coming to is attack. already on Earth. Yeah. And yes. at first I thought it was Boston, and I was like, great, we're going to get to see them on tour. But it's not. <laughs> it's Boston, which is different. Uh, it's it, They're not going to come out and do more than a feeling. I have a feeling this is going to be much, <laughs> oh, much worse. Um, <laughs> and my first thought was she throws the doll in the ocean, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, would that not be considered an act of war if that was actually the alien? Like, and not just somebody speaking through a doll? I think it was just somebody <gasps> speaking through the doll because it seems that this thing can control whatever it wants. Sure. It's one arm. Zemi. Yeah, exactly. So, so anyway, she runs in and she's like, here's another reason I think that the long hair episodes are out of order uh, because she's like i saw ufo and this and that and they're like no you see a lot of weird stuff (laughs) yeah yeah i saw i thought that same thing i'm like why do they not believe her now that guy's 21 episodes in (laughs) you see crazy stuff yeah you gotta believe everything that everybody tells you at this point (laughs) yeah at this point if somebody was like uh yeah, a neon gorilla stole my wallet in the subway. They're like, all right, let me write right. it down. Where? <laughs> right? Where were you? Right. Yokohama Station. You saying okay? You know, right. we're headed there now. <laughs> great, great. I'll get the neon gorilla trap. I don't know. It's <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, you know, uh, we then uh, we have uh, June and Ipe flying in the Cessna. Well, I, I want to back up just a second, please. Through the intro, yeah. You see oh, the, the intro's great. Yeah. Intro's great. Has a nice sky shot, mm-hmm. but the stars are actually lights on strings because you can see them swaying in the fan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there going, oh, it looks pretty, but it's not real. It would have been so much easier just to take a picture of the sky what and that? leave it there. Would yeah. it all the light pollution in Tokyo? Like, they're they have like, you know enough... What? They, they can drive half an hour out of Tokyo just to take a shot. Or do we go into Studio B, shut the lights off, punch a bunch of holes through a black curtain? No, 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 no. These were basically Christmas lights. Hung. Oh, I oh, yeah. It did not look that way on mine, but that's okay. Um, however they did it, it was fine. It, it looks I, it, I'm, I'm just pointing out that you could see them swaying in the fan. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. Oh, he's yawning. Sorry, yeah, folks. sorry, guys. They built an entire fishing village for like a twelve-second shot of yeah. an earthquake in the last one. Craftsman, <laughs> they're like, why don't we? Well, one of the things that Eiji Subaraya, um, they asked him in in um, Frankenstein conquers the world. There's a shot of Baragon coming up to a barn, and there's a horse in it, and the horse is this tiny little miniature. Like puppet horse, right? Right. And somebody asked him, well, why didn't you just shoot a real horse and composite it in? Right. And he goes, because this was more fun. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> At you know least he's got a good answer. <laughs> that is a fully valid answer because this was more fun. And yeah. you know what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to let you have that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, hundred um, percent. So they're they're flying and uh, they uh, <laughs> they're flying then, the Cessna back and they they suddenly like start like it looks like some sort of weird dimensional shift. Well, what they happens disappear. is Ipe starts to have 
trouble oh, yeah, can't flying the, the plane. Yeah, and then she said, oh, you're becoming a really good pilot. Now, yeah. let's bring her down low. And he's like, got your boss. And he's like, well, it's not going. <laughs> this can't be good. Yes. And so they disappear. They're, they, like, evaporate. And the right. Cessna lands fine. Which my first thought was, oh, God, he's going to lose another plane. Poor, <laughs> poor bastard. Just, yeah, I know. His I insurance know. rates have to be through the roof. <laughs> and But, no, it lands fine. And um, and Yuri and uh, Yuriko and, and I guess the, the mechanic. General the, mechanic, yeah. Yeah, they the don't general mechanic. Thank you. Um, and uh, <laughs> they run up and they're like, the controls are empty. How did it land? Yes. So, June and Ipe find themselves uh, on a, at an abandoned inn. Um, right. On a mountain now, somewhere. Yeah. What's neat, there is a composite shot in that. As you see the front door from inside. Yeah. They are composited into that. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. notice that. That it, was well done then. It's Well, it's, it's a little bit more visible in a high-def copy. But, okay. Um, as they come walking up that pathway... That there must have been like that inn must be like downtown. Okay. And they were okay. like, Well, we need to use this inn, but if we shoot it from this angle where they're walking in, you're gonna uh, see downtown. You're just gonna see the cab stand across the street, you know, like <laughs> right. which we can't have. So they, they blocked it out <laughs> and optically and optically fixed it, oh, which okay. was fantastic. That works. Yeah, that works. it was great. So they find themselves in there, and a, a jukebox plays a record that speaks to them uh, right. in the voice of an alien. Did you and see, by any chance, and I don't expect you to know this, uh, the brand name on the jukebox? I didn't notice the brand name. I just noticed that it was old 45 jukebox with the yeah. sliding disc, the yeah, sliding yeah. table. But okay. no, I didn't notice the brand name. What was the brand name? The brand name, and let me know if this, this rings a bell to you, is Taito, T-A-I-T-O. Uh, should it ring a bell? I'll, it, I'll... Yes, I mean it's it's big enough in pop culture that you might it Go might ahead. ring a bell for you. It does not. Uh, I'll give you a um, I'll give you a hint. It was the very first video game I ever played. They brought Space Invaders. Oh, Look at that! Yeah, they, okay. were, they were the people behind Space Invaders. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Fair and enough. So, just like in the in the next series where we see them playing with a deck of Nintendo playing cards. Yeah, yeah. Taito was a record company before they were actually well, a. I think they were an electronics company. I don't think. Okay. Oh, you know what though? That like Sony put out records too. So, who knows? Why not? <laughs> you know. But yeah, I dug the hell out of that jukebox though. That was. That was a cool jukebox. I like yeah. how they had all the records lined up, and yeah. then it would just move the record up onto the turntable, and then the handle would go down to where you wanted it to go. I thought it was cool. I wonder if that's just what most jukeboxes do, but we don't see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't no. have it visible in a lot of them. Back in the day, you could see jukeboxes that looked very much like that. I remember old, old jukeboxes where yeah. they had 45s. I mean, I'm I remember, that old. Well, my friend had, says you, but my uh, my, <laughs> my, uh, my neighbors had a jukebox that had 45s in it. But it, okay. wasn't, but it wasn't visible. It was very much of the, um, uh, like, lights and stuff in the front. Okay. Okay. My cousin, but, I'm thinking of my cousin Jeff has one too, and I've never seen it where I've never seen the operation of it 
visible to the punters. If you, I got you. I've seen it like on like on how it's made or whatever, where they show you this is how this right, right. But I've never seen it in a like where if you were at a place, you're like, oh look how they do that though. Like it comes down, it's been Uh, you know. No, I do remember this sort of jukebox. Okay. Back when I was ancient, when I was a very, very young man. <laughs> I am ancient, I admit this. <laughs> You're not that ancient, it's okay. Um, it's okay. But, uh, so, the uh, the the alien Zemi is like, listen, you gotta go to the central library and look for this woman. And, okay, great. So, they, you know, they decide that they should do that. Right. Because it, it helps with the plot, quite frankly. And, well, also that the alien says that they did try to warn Queen Pearl on the boat, which we have to figure is Yuri. Because that was the alien's warning to Yuri on the boat. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Wow, wow. that's... That's how they mean? tie it together, kind of. So she's Queen Pearl? Sure. 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 Okay, why not? <laughs> uh, so yeah, the Bostang is coming from the planet Keel. Um, and she is... Uh, She's like, all right, you gotta go see this uh, this lady at the um, Kiyomi, at the, right? At the library. So they go to this great looking library. Oh, it's so nice looking. And here's what kills me. Okay, <laughs> they're like, so you're an alien? She's like, yep. And this is, things really happen. She's like, yep. They're like, okay, okay. Here's my problem. Go ahead. And it's not a real problem. It's a, just like I want to start slapping these dudes. It's <laughs> you were transported. To a mountain inn where you had a conversation with a jukebox. Yep. But some random lady at the library tells you the same thing, and you're like, well, obviously this makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, the thing is, it it made enough sense that they did go to the library to talk to the woman. So it did make that much sense. Yeah, so I guess they were like, all right, well, you're actually here, so maybe this is not a complete snow job. Yeah. (laughs) And then, of course, she happens to have a book that shows the monster in it. Um, right. You wonder if she brought that and just had it tucked away for, like, well, this will be a nice piece of drama. No, no. It, it, it was supposed to be just hey, but I'm in, almost done. Okay, in the, the library line. stack. Okay? Hold on. So go watch cartoons for a few minutes, all right? Give me a couple more minutes. Oh. Okay? Is he... If you gotta go feed him, go feed him. He's getting hungry. It's fine. We're good. He'll be. He literally finished breakfast forty minutes ago. <laughs> he's a growing boy. He's unstoppable. He's not just growing. He's unstoppable. He is like he's somehow more mouth than man. He's. Just... <laughs> That's Can I tell you, fine. He recently discovered lo mein pork lo mein. No, you did not. Yeah, oh, no. he ate a quart. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Just unbelievable. Like, just, I cannot. I wouldn't put my fingers in his mouth. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Exactly. <laughs> so, anyway. They, so, this thing looks kind of like a manta ray. Uh, we see it hatch under the water. Uh, right. Not even a manta ray. Like a stingray. It's got the old kind pointy nose. Yeah. What's great is it swims to the surface, and it seems to be doing a butterfly stroke. And every time its head comes out of the ocean's like yeah. <laughs> there's a couple more. It's just so weird. And I understand still they're here. doing the best that they can. Just so you guys know. <laughs> coming to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean 
when the, the thing comes to the surface, you can see the strings on it as it's going to wreck a boat, which it's just not good miniature work. They're really good at other stuff. The boat this was fine. The, the giant stingray was not so great. Not so good at all. And I, I'm, I don't. I'm gonna guess they had to build at least one suit for a person to be in. I think this is all puppetry. You think it's all puppetry? Which yep. uh, I which would, would feel explain better. the strings. Yeah, I would feel better if it was all puppetry. There's no way there's a dude in that thing. Like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't doubt it because at one point you can actually see one of the arms, wings, do like a, a side stroke. And you're like, okay, that part could be a person, maybe. Yeah, I think it's probably a puppet. We're going to, we're going to, you know. Get to that in the monster minute. Yeah, we're, 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 I'm going to, I am going to actually uh, cut this one a little bit short, but. Let's let's go spoilers. Okay, guys. so let's move along, man. We won. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's um, got to feed his son, which is understandable. Yes. Yeah. Um, also, uh, you're going to see a lot of things in this. It's pretty great. Um, it's 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 a decent episode. Uh, it's pretty tense. Um, Lieutenant Eyebrows is going to get everybody killed if he's not careful. Oh, please, that guy's eyebrows were great. <laughs> like two angry caterpillars. But what what amazes me is. Using human technology, we defeat the monster. Yes, yes, but it, it's the oh, what the hell? Like, that's well, it's the, the planes firing missiles at the monster. Human so, technology, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, know. like, we did it, you guys. Like for once, <laughs> I know. it wasn't I like know. oh, we have this crazy ray that shoots out of a tank, or like no, it's just just Normal regular human technology. Old. And then you know what? Says me the first time that Tokyo Self Defense Force jets have flown out and everybody comes back. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's half the true. time, like that's one of the worst job securities in 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 uh, science fiction is plane or tank driver. Yeah, you know you're gonna die. You're yeah, but you got a very die. small shot of coming back. So and then um, she uh, the. Uh, Zemi's like, oh no, I think I'm going to live on Earth. We think it's a peaceful planet. Yes. Matter of fact, yes. many, many people, many aliens have lived on Earth. Um, right, and she points to all the people that have the same weird sandals that she has yeah. as that they are all aliens, and then looks at the camera and says, and you could be sitting next to one too, so right. you're supposed to be looking for the sandal on the person next you're like, to you. are like, Dad? <laughs> What's with those weird sandals? No, but yeah, exactly. I love that everybody has the same pair of kicky sandals, so it it, it it implies that all of the aliens are uh, chicks. <laughs> and well, no, because they show some guys with those same kind of weird sandals. I just think it was ladies in slacks, but regardless, <laughs> that's fine. That's um, fine. Let's let's talk about the alien Ruperts. Uh, their weight is near human. Their height is near human. Their okay. origin is the planet Keel. Holy crap! They're Ruperts, but they're from the planet Keel. I thought oh, they were from wow. the planet so Rupert's. I'm almost positive she said she's from the planet Rupert's, but that's okay. <laughs> no, you actually said that she is from the planet Keel. You did say that during the episode. Well, I know that the Bostang is from planet Keel, but I thought, well, all right, whatever. Um, the Bostang, let's look that up. Actually looks kind of happy in this picture. Yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> Sure, sure. <laughs> 22 meters, 16,000 tons, planet keel. That's fine. Okay. Um, the only appearance was this one. Right. Sure. Why not? It is a stingray-like monstrosity. 
sent by the ruthless, war-loving alien Keel. Sure. Uh, Bostang waged a campaign against humanity at sea. Uh, not really, like... Not wasn't a full a, campaign. wasn't a great campaign. It wasn't. No, no, not at all. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, let's see. Um, in Ultra Galaxy, here's our trivia. Uh, Ultra Galaxy Mega Monster Battle Never-Ending Odyssey. Grand's ship is designed after Bostang, since he himself is an alien keel. Oh, okay, there you go. There you go. Early artwork features Bostang fighting Ultra 7, though they never actually meet and probably won't. Uh, probably not. Now, does it actually say on the wiki whether or not it was just a puppet or if there was an actual person every once in a rare while? It doesn't, but it looks okay. like it's just a prop. Just mostly a puppet. Okay, pictures. that's yeah. fine. Yeah, because I can't see how they would. Oh, yeah, because it's just like they show the prop and it's got a bunch of strings on it. And, oh, okay. So it was just yeah. a prop. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well done. Well done. Yes, very well done. There you go. So I think that's all I have for today. Yeah, go feed uh, the boy. He's dying. Unless you're watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Which I am. Um, which is, I saw yeah. the third episode Did you today. see the Loki trailer? Oh, I did. Holy I can't wait till that comes out. That looks fantastic. It does. Now yeah. I have to reorder Disney Plus for next year. Oh darn! Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you. I thought you got in on the. Got in on the plan, like the um, or maybe that was McHugh. McHugh bought, got in on the monthly the plan. Year. I went. Like I didn't see three a three-year plan. When it I didn't first see the debuted, you could buy it up front for three years for three dollars a month. Ah, we had okay. to pay it all at once. Like it was I got all you. up front deal. I would have done that. I didn't yeah, see yeah. that. I did. I did not have the dough to do it at first. So <laughs> say lovey. But uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, more episodes coming up next week. You guys, big shock. Um, <laughs> and those would be. And I'm gonna like just back it up here. Oh, Come I've got on, them. Hold on, just baby. a second. We've got Metamorphosis. Uh-huh. And then Fury of the South Seas. Ooh. I like it. Let's see what they say it is. Uh, Metamorphosis and Fury of the South Sea. Wow, what do you know? It works. There you go. The, the translation, the Japanese uh, title for Metamorphosis, of course, is Henshin, which is uh, what they call it, which is just change. Ah, uh, okay. Fair yeah, enough. that's what the device to change into Ultraman is the right, engine. the Henshin device. There you go. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's it. Um, uh, let's give out the suicide prevention hotline for people who need um, Help someone to talk to. Yeah, is one eight hundred? You in it? Sorry, one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. They're there twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. Yes, sir. And uh, I think that'll that'll uh, we'll call this one. Yes. In the books. Yes. Um, <laughs> Rate, and review, subscribe. All that nonsense. Ne- you know the drill, you guys. Come on. <laughs> Do it. Just you know, pick up random phones and download it. Subscribe Eggs. people to the subscribe people to auto download the podcast. Exactly. They might exactly. like it. They'll be like, "What is this? <laughs> I didn't hear this. I don't remember doing this." Yeah, you yeah. do. Don't worry. It's sure. Oh, you were really drunk, but it's a great show. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. So on behalf of the Science Patrol, I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Ford. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. 
Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.